everybody and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. All right, welcome. Man, I am so, so excited to share with you this topic today. Okay, so the topic is imaginal cells. So let me set the stage here for you a bit. Last week, um, I, as a, a Psych-K facilitator, um, we had a special experience with the creator of Psych-K, uh, Rob Williams, and then Bruce Lipton, one of my favorite live <laughs> mentors. Um, he's in, not only in book form, but I've also got to meet him. Um, and Bruce Lipton has written the book Biology of Belief and The Honeymoon Effect. Both are great. Uh, if you are into science and really like science, biology of belief is, is beautiful. Otherwise, it's a little hard to understand. So take it slow. Uh, and if you like chemistry, uh, so maybe not biology, but chemistry, and or you are looking for information on uh, relationships, the honeymoon effect is a good one. Okay. So we had this online experience with Bruce and Rob and I caught the, about the first hour or so. And then after that, we had some family stuff that we were going to do. Uh, and so what I did was, um, I took a bunch of, of notes, but at one point I was, I stopped taking notes and it was just, have you ever gotten into one of those scenarios where you're so sucked into what that person's saying, you know, you're never going to forget this. Okay. So basically what Rob was talking about, um, I'm going to start with the example of the caterpillar and then we're going to talk about how that example applies to the world and then bring it back down to your level. Okay. So think about a caterpillar. Um, if you, uh, have observed caterpillars before, so a caterpillar is a voracious eater, right? It eats a ton. So it can go on a, a bush and literally within a couple days, it can eat all of the leaves off the bush, right? And when the caterpillar comes upon either, you know, its system says that's enough or there's no more resources. So in this case, the caterpillar would have eaten all of the resources off the bush, okay? So it comes through, it destroys, it, it inhales, um, it, it wastes, if you want to look at it that way, the resources. And when the resources are done, it goes into its cocoon. All right. So inside the cocoon, what happens in the cellular world, um, we can look at it and see it's like a chaos soup. Okay. Uh, it's nasty. It's gross. Uh, it's messy right? There's no form or function to it. It's just a soupy mess. However, there are these magic things, magic cells in there. They're called imaginal cells. They're related to stem cells. Uh, stem cells have the uh, ability to uh, basically turn into anything uh, that, that you might need. Okay. So, these imaginal cells are basically cells there that have within them um, the blueprint for what this caterpillar is going to turn into, which we know, of course, is the uh, beautiful butterfly. So the imaginal cells create the structure for the future form of the butterfly. 
So even though you look in the cocoon and you see this mess, these imaginal cells come in and say, we have a plan. We know where we're going with this. It's not always going to be like this, right? And then they allow the process of this creation process to continue to happen, to flourish, right? And eventually, you know, the butterfly comes out of its cocoon. Hopefully nobody's there to help it out of its cocoon because if that happens, uh, the, the butterfly will not be strong enough and it will actually die. So never help a butterfly out, out of its cocoon. Let it do its thing. Um, and then it becomes this beautiful butterfly, this new transformed version of the caterpillar. Okay. So um, that is what happens with these caterpillars. All right. So let's apply this to the world stage because we know we can take anything that we can observe in our physical nature and we can, um, you know, apply it in, in all of the different forms. So I can look at, um, you know, the, the principles of nature or the, the universal laws. And I can say, how does this apply to my thinking? How does this apply to my emotions? How does this apply to you know, X, Y, and Z. All right. So the caterpillar, um, that is voraciously eating that says, Oh my gosh, there's something inside of me that says I need, I need, I need, I need, I need, right. That is like the equivalent of humans, right? So if you look at kind of the ills of the world these days, and if, if you haven't lately, you can just turn on the news and Voila, you'll be reminded of them. Um, there's a ton out there, right? I'm not even going to list them because I don't even want us to kind of hang out in that space. But if you were to look at the world and really plug in, and I, I do not, but I'm, I'm just saying if you did, what you would notice is that there is this voracious eating of our supplies, Right? So not taking care of the earth, not taking care of, you know, things like pollution and, you know, people in poverty and, and all of those things. It's like the equivalent of the caterpillar coming across and eating all the leaves off the bush. The humans have come across and eaten all of the resources on the earth, right? Now, at some point, either the resources are going to be done or... The system, which is humanity, is going to have to say, okay, that's it, right? And we need to be in this place um, of the cocoon, which is the chaos soup. All right, I think it's fair to say that we're probably already there, okay? Um, we're probably in our cocoon. There's a lot more people who understand, listen, we can't go on this way right? We can't keep polluting. We can't keep not taking care of our earth. We've got to do some things, right? Uh, I love when I hear stories like, you know, someone found out that bees are really important. And so they, you know, uh, made sure that their 200 acres were bee friendly or just someone that decided uh, it's important for bees to have a place to stay. So instead of planting grass in my yard, I'm going to plant all of these bee loving uh, plants. Okay. Uh, or just saying, hey, I'm going to start a garden, not because I feel like I'm not going to have what I need, but because I feel like this is a better use of my yard than just planting grass that I have to constantly mow, right? 
I think there's a lot of people that are, are understanding that. And there's a lot of people in our world that are understanding, you know what, if we really, really try and we come together as a team, we can solve any problem. So even though, yes, there are a lot of those metaphorical bushes out there with no resources on them, like, you know, the rainforest, uh, missing trees and things like that. There are a lot of people who are saying we could do things differently and better. Okay. So our, our humanity right now is kind of in this chaos soup. Now there's some people who are getting, you know, they're, they're hyper focused on the chaos soup and they're getting themselves so worked up that they don't even realize that they are part of that chaos soup. Okay. And then there are others, which I really hope this is including you, uh, that are saying, you know what, let me be like the imaginal cell. How can I come at this from a different point of view? How can I be that cell that says, all right, I may be existing in a chaos soup right now, but I have a different uh, plan to go forward. I can see something different. I see that we could have a different way. I see that we could be that transformed butterfly into the future, right? Now, I believe that when enough of us uh, kind of wake up to this idea that we are the transformative agents of change, that we are those imaginal cells, that we can come together and say, Let's do things in a different way, uh, maybe in a, in a way that we've never done before. That I believe that the, the form of what we see our world in right now, so you may look at any structure, right? Uh, I've, I've been given last week that, that intimate look into the healthcare structure that I was like, ooh, things are bad here. Um, I come from education. Let me tell you that system is being dismantled and I'm constantly asking the question, who are the imaginal cells in education? Cause I want to find them. We have work to do, right? The financial system is being, you know, uh, a chaos soup right now, but there's imaginal cells inside that system too. So the question is, who are you inside this cocoon? Are you an imaginal cell who's saying, actually, we're going to be okay. Let's come together. Let's, let's think about the future. Or are you getting all caught up in the moment and only seeing the bad things in life? Okay. You get to decide. You don't have to stay in the chaos soup. You can join with us and, and say, let's do life in a different way. Okay. Um, if you're telling yourself a new story, you're going to get a new result. So if you're constantly telling yourself that the world is falling apart, um, that's all you're going to see. You could say the world is falling apart and into something completely different and new and exciting. And if that's what you're choosing to focus on, that's what you're going to see more of. Okay. All right. Uh, so with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.